Welcome to Thriving with Arthritis. I'm Dr. Diana Gurnita, your host and an experienced rheumatologist. In this podcast, we explore arthritis and autoimmune diseases, covering topics like rheumatoid arthritis, psoriatic arthritis, ankylosing spondylitis, gout, and much more. From valuable insights to cutting-edge research, this podcast is your guide. Whatever you are new to this condition or you are a long-time warrior, Thriving with Arthritis is here to support you. Welcome back to Thriving with Arthritis podcast. In our first episode, we discussed why this podcast exists and the importance of raising awareness about arthritis. Today, we are diving deeper and I will discuss what is arthritis. As I told you, arthritis is an epidemic in our century, affecting approximately 60 million people only in the United States. So that's why I consider it's important for everyone, whether you are a doctor, a patient, or someone just interested to learn more, to understand arthritis and how to recognize, prevent, or help those of you suffering with this disease. Let me share you a story of one of my patients. John was a 52-year-old man that started one day to have pain and swelling in his right foot. He woke up one morning with pain and swelling. Of course, he took some ibuprofen and for a few weeks, he noticed that his pain and swelling persisted. John was a little bit overweight and he had a history of high blood pressure, so he called his primary care physician to be seen. The primary care physician ordered some blood work and he found out that his uric acid was a little bit higher than expected. Just to give you a range, the normal is considered less than 6 milligrams per deciliter and John was about 7 milligrams per deciliter. So normally his primary care physician saw that he probably suffers from gout and he put him on more anti-inflammatory medication and it started him on allopurinol, which is a medication to decrease the uric acid levels. But John was not improving. He came back in about three months to repeat the blood work and he was again sent his way. He continued to struggle with pain and swelling in his foot and he was taking his medication. Some days were really bad because at that point the pain was unbearable. But in other days, he was able to walk and he was able to continue his daily activities. Unfortunately, the swelling extended to the other foot and at some point he was not even able to put his shoes in the morning. Three months later, John went back to his doctor and he told him, Doc, the things that you are giving me, the medication that you are giving me are not helpful. So his doctor prescribed him something stronger, a medication called prednisone, which is the strongest anti-inflammatory medication. He also increased his allopurinol, thinking that that will help the patient. For the next two weeks, John was feeling great. He was feeling like a new man. His swelling decreased significantly and he was able to walk again normally. But when the prednisone stopped, his pain and swelling returned. After a couple of more months spent in pain, he went back to his primary care physician who at this time referred John to a specialist. And John came to my office. I listened to his story and I noticed that he had also swelling in the feet but also his hands. He didn't even mention the hands because he was so focused on the pain that he was experiencing in his feet. 
so that's why his primary care physician did not know about the pain and swelling in his hands. I ran some tests, some x-ray, and I diagnosed John with rheumatoid arthritis, not gout, as his primary care believed initially. John was suffering from rheumatoid arthritis, which is an inflammatory form of arthritis, and actually it is also an autoimmune disease. Like John, I see many patients that are treated for what we call arthritis, but they are treated for the wrong kind of arthritis. So coming back to my question, what is arthritis? The word arthritis comes from the Greek roots arthro, meaning joints, and itis, which means inflammation. And this term is broadly used for more than 100 types of arthritis that can affect the joints and the spine. And arthritis can come as an acute complaint or a chronic complaint. Acute arthritis means that it can last for days to weeks, and it's usually because of an infection or a trauma. Chronic arthritis, on the other hand, is the arthritis that lasts for months to months and from months to years, and it is commonly seen after years of inflammation or after overuse of the joints. Who does arthritis affect? Now, contrary to a popular belief, arthritis can affect people of all ages, including children. You may be genetically predisposed to develop arthritis at a younger age, but you can also develop arthritis if you are a professional athlete and you suffer multiple injuries, or you can develop arthritis because you develop an autoimmune disease like rheumatoid arthritis or psoriatic arthritis, or you may develop arthritis because you have an infection like hepatitis B, hepatitis C, or even tuberculosis. Or you can develop arthritis if you have a metabolic disease like gout or pseudogout. But we will talk about all of this and I will dissect all of this in the next episodes. Now, what are the most common symptoms of people with arthritis? Most patients that I know refer to their symptoms that they experience. They never come to me and say, I suffer from arthritis, but they will come to me to tell me I have pain. I have a lot of tenderness, meaning that when I press on a joint, I hurt. Or they will come to me to complain about swelling in the joints or stiffness or because there is a joint that now is more warm and tender and it's more red or because they cannot use their joints anymore. For example, they cannot close their fist in the morning or they cannot get out of the bed without difficulties, especially in the mornings. So pain is the most common trigger that will bring patients to the doctor. Now pain can be sensed in a different way by different people. As I was saying to you, some people are experiencing severe pain, while others, they just have a little bit of pain over the joints. Sometimes they have swelling in the joints because of fluid. For example, if you have fluid in a knee, you might notice that your knee is bigger or one knee is bigger than the other one because of the inflammation that is spreading to the other tissues around the joint. Stiffness is a very common complaint, particularly in the mornings. People will notice that they are stiff in the morning and the stiffness can last from minutes to hours and that will make a big difference in my mind as a rheumatologist when I hear someone complaining about stiffness that lasts for hours in the morning. 
So if you suffer from arthritis for years, you are not going to pay attention to those little details. And that is why I advise my patients to keep a diary of their symptoms for about two weeks. I teach patients to pay attention to their symptoms and write down every morning to know what hurts, what joints are really hurting them. If they have morning stiffness, how long does it last? Does it last minutes or an hour or multiple hours? And if they have morning stiffness, I ask them to pay attention to what is happening if they start moving. Is it better with moving or do they feel worse with moving? Because keeping a diary of your symptoms will help me as the doctor or your doctor, your rheumatologist, to differentiate between these different types of arthritis, of course, along with other clues. We also use labs, imaging like x-rays, MRIs, CAT scans to evaluate your joints. But your symptoms, your pattern of what joints are involved will tell us so much more. So let me give you some examples about what are the most common types of arthritis. Number one is osteoarthritis or the degenerative form of arthritis. This is a type of arthritis that develops later in life. And this is because overuse of your joints. We also call it the wear and tear arthritis. There are newer studies that they say that there might be some low degree inflammation happening in the joints, but we still have to learn more about this type of arthritis if it is related to inflammation and what triggers that kind of inflammation. Another type of arthritis is called inflammatory arthritis, and this type of arthritis tends to affect younger people, and it's most likely caused by autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis or psoriatic arthritis. And it is also caused by certain crystals that accumulate in the joints. For example, gout is induced by accumulation of uric acid. We will talk more in another episode. Or pseudogout, which is triggered by the deposits of calcium crystals in the joints. The third type of arthritis is also called reactive arthritis, and that is usually triggered by an infection, an infection that happens in the gut or an infection that happens in the urinary tract. Those bacteria will travel to the joint or will induce inflammation to happen in the joints. The best way to diagnose and treat arthritis effectively is first to understand the type of arthritis that you have. And now I'm going to give you a few more examples to try to differentiate between different types of arthritis. So as I was telling you, gout is a common form of arthritis. Now, how do you differentiate between gout versus rheumatoid arthritis? Gout is a metabolic disease and it will result from the buildup of uric acid in your body. It does affect primarily men and it will often present with acute or sudden excruciating pain, commonly in the big toe. On the other hand, rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disease and that disease affects primarily women. It can cause pain, swelling, primarily in the hands and feet, and it will most likely affect both hands at the same time, both feet at the same time, and it will lead to a lot of inflammation and a lot of morning stiffness. And sometimes that morning stiffness is for hours. So unlike gout, which comes usually in one joint, rheumatoid arthritis will affect multiple joints at the same time. Now let's talk about 
the difference between rheumatoid arthritis and lupus. They are both autoimmune diseases, and they both can affect multiple organs, including joints and other organs, like the heart or the lung. But how do we differentiate between rheumatoid arthritis and lupus? Unlike rheumatoid arthritis that usually starts in the hands, lupus can usually affect multiple other organs like the skin, it can cause rashes, the mucosa, it can cause ulcerations, lupus can also cause hair loss, it can also cause to have chest pain, shortness of breath. So you have to put all of this into a context and together with more lab work, you can differentiate better between rheumatoid arthritis and lupus. Another common mistake or another common overlap, it happens when patients have psoriasis because patients with psoriasis can also develop what we call psoriatic arthritis. About 25% of people with psoriasis, after years of suffering from the skin disease, they can develop joint pain. And those joint pain can affect the spine, but they can also affect joints from your wrist or from your hands or from the ankles. Now, when people think about rheumatoid arthritis versus psoriatic arthritis, there is a big difference between them because unlike rheumatoid arthritis, psoriatic arthritis tends to skip joints. So it's not always symmetric and bilateral involving both hands or both feet like rheumatoid arthritis. Usually, psoriatic arthritis affects one hand or one wrist or one knee or one ankle, and later on in time can affect multiple joints at the same time. So I hope in this episode I was able to show you that there are different types of arthritis and your symptoms are very important to differentiate what type of arthritis you have. And with the correct diagnosis, you will get the appropriate treatment. So that's why it's important if you have symptoms of arthritis like joint pain, swelling, or morning stiffness, come and see a rheumatologist that will try to differentiate between different forms of arthritis and give you the appropriate diagnosis. Thanks for tuning in for the Thriving with Arthritis podcast. In my next episode, I will discuss more in depth about what is rheumatoid arthritis. Remember, you are not alone in this journey. Until next time, stay strong, stay positive, and keep thriving. Thank you for joining Thriving with Arthritis podcast. If you find today's episode valuable, please subscribe. Consider to leave us a review as your feedback helps us improve and reach out to more people like you. Remember, you are not alone in your journey with arthritis and autoimmune diseases. Together, we can learn, grow, thrive, and not just survive. Stay tuned for our next episode where we will dive deeper into more topics that will matter to you. Until then, keep thriving.